0: Welcome to the Invisible India podcast. I'm Jessica. And I'm Abhishek. We are a cross-cultural couple doing life in India, exploring the lesser-known mysteries of Indian culture, interviewing fascinating figures who have chartered new territories, and sharing life as we raise our multicultural family amongst the complexities of modern Indian life. You may have heard that in Northern India, during the monsoon, we've had terrible flooding this year. So, Abhishek has been out helping with that through our NGO nonprofit work, and uh, hence has not really been around to be able to be on the podcast. It's literally a matter of life or death for some people. So, he has not been around to be on the podcast. So, Uh, This is a topic that I was hoping to take with him together, but we'll have to see if we can get him on the next one. Today, we're talking about teaching values of gender equality to children. This topic for this spun off of two different things. First, episode number 15 that we did with Shefa Sikter on gender inequality was so popular that uh, a lot of people wanted to have further discussions. A lot of people wrote in about that and said, hey, this is really intriguing. This really got me thinking. It just personally challenged me a lot as well as I as we were recording it, as we researched for the episode and the following conversations that I've had since then. So really challenged me and I wanted to dive a little bit deeper on the podcast. Secondly... We had a question in from Laura in Iowa, USA, basically paraphrasing the question. What are the differences in gender roles between boys and girls in the U.S. or Western context and in India? So I wanted to kind of dive in there a little bit because I think there are major differences in the way that we raise our kids, the way that people are conditioned from a young age to behave, things that we're expected to do, things that we're not expected to do. So let's dive in. So our family is living in a society where there is so much division about what gender roles are. It's extremely binary, and this is something that really got us thinking about how do we teach equality to our children when we are in a society where it's not necessarily the prominent narrative. So India is a place where we need to have categories for everyone. Who belongs where? Of course, we have the third gender category in India but there isn't really much room for gray in the gender identity area. And going to be even more general from that, gender roles are very set. What girls do is this, what boys do is this, even when it comes to jobs, when it comes to clothing, when it comes to behaviors, when it comes to household responsibilities. So I want to talk about equality and how men and women interact with each other. I think that in a society of one billion people, there are bound to be categories for people. And I don't think that that is a bad thing. But I feel that the issue is when those roles become so rigid that we shame people for not falling into them. On the flip side, in a Western context, we throw out definition of gender or gender roles entirely and say, you know, you can do whatever you want and it doesn't really matter what kind of hardware you're given. You literally can ignore that and kind of do whatever you want. Now, that's not to say that there aren't people that have real gender dysphoria and that's not what we're talking about here. I'm talking about societal cues that tell us as men and women the way that we are supposed to behave according to birth given physical gender. So I feel that there are ways that we were designed and created as male and female which give us unique advantages and unique perspectives which I think we need to honor and I think we need to um, respect. But I also fear that in some societies, like where we currently live in northern India, that there are these very just binary type of black and white women do this, men do that. This is the only way that it is. And if you don't, you're a shameful person and need to be whipped into shape. So... There have been many films lately which show strong women in Bollywood who break stereotypes and men who are also thinking above and beyond the normal stereotypes of what male and female include. A current theme in Indian media is female independence and female empowerment. Our daughters need to study as long as possible, become educated, get good jobs and earn just like our sons. However, this is a single-sided focus... On women and this is causing a serious issue. Women are still expected to do all the housework and manage the children on top of managing a career. We need a movement of men empowerment as well. They need to know the essential life skills of running a household and not be handicapped or dependent on household help and women in their lives to do these essential daily tasks for them. So how do we encourage flexible gender roles and build confidence in our children, sons and daughters both? I'm going to share a couple of tips, ideas, not just from my own annals of opinions and knowledge from our own family, but just things that I've seen other people do that I've found to be really effective. So, How do we encourage flexible gender roles in helping our kids to build confidence? Number one is just like anything, you model it. In our house, compared to many American households, we have pretty gender traditional roles. I'm at home a lot with the kids and I manage their school stuff. I manage the cooking and the cleaning. Abhishek manages the outside work, uh, the field work with our NGO. He leads the major stuff that ticks the boxes and pays the bills. I am largely in a support role from the back end, and I don't think I'm boasting when I say that he couldn't do it without me, and I couldn't do it without him. We're a team. However, sometimes these roles flip. When there's a need, and Abhishek will be doing something that is generally something that falls into the female category. Sometimes I'll do something which will fall into the male category. For example, I have a serious back condition, and sometimes if our house helper doesn't come and there's a major mess on the floor, Abhishek will sweep the floor. And in India, it's not just like a very dignified, you know, let me just rub this broom around the house a few times with a long stick. You actually have to get on your hand and knees and scrub. And so this is something that men are not expected to do in India. It is a woman's job, and mostly it is a servant's job. So having the man of the house doing something like that, people kind of freak out a little bit. But sometimes just like anything we have to modify how we're doing things for the sake of getting things done and for the sake of the other person when the other person needs help conversely sometimes i will go and pay the rent or fill the car with gas i'll be the only woman in in line at the gas pump to get my car filled it's a bunch of motorcycles a bunch of trucks and a bunch of guys and then there's me in the car with the kids but it's fine sometimes one of us is really busy and we let the lines blur for when it comes to the jobs that we both need to do in the house. Number two, teaching both boys and girls independence. There is a big focus on this right now in India for girls. Making girls independent, female independence. But dare I say, we need this for boys too. I Hindi baat point कि हम लोग खाली लड़कियों के बारे में बात करते हैं हम अपने बेटी को इंडिपेंडेंट बनाना चाहते हैं लेकिन लड़कों को भी इंडिपेंडेंट बनाना बहुत जरूरी है अभी जो है इंडिया में लोग खाली फोकस करते हैं मेरी बेटी कैसे आगे बढ़ेगी कैसे जॉब करेगी और फिर शादी कैसे करेगी बड़े घर में लेकिन हम लोग सोचते नहीं हम लोगों हम लोगों so just as we don't want our daughters to be handicapped, we need to make our sons strong and not be handicapped, scared, or too dependent on anyone. So for example, our daughter will know how to drive in India. She will know how to change a tire. We, She will know how to fix things. And our son will know how to sweep the floor, cook things, do kitchen work, fix things in the house, do small things so he doesn't have to be dependent on a woman in his home or servants in his home. These are very important things to understand for people in the 21st century. I think that the reason that we see Indian men don't even step foot in the kitchen is not because they're lazy. It's because they don't know how to do anything. No one ever taught them. Aise nahi ki khali aalis karta hai, nahi karna chahta hai, khana banana nahi aata hai, kuch ghar ka kaam nahi aata hai. This is sad. We see many men, it's not that they don't want to do household work, it's that they do not have any idea how to do it. And it's a little bit of a shameful thing to ask. Oh, I want to wash my clothes. Oh, I want to do this. And when you have someone else doing it for you, why would you want to do it anyway? It is very important that men learn how to run the laundry machine, cook. And I know this is heresy, but every Indian man should know how to make roti. (laughs) I'm going to brag on Abhishek for a little while, but his parents never taught him necessarily how to make roti, but he learned by watching because he was interested. And honestly, he makes better roti than me. That's right. I just said that, and I'm not ashamed of it. This is one signature thing that defines womanhood in India. How good of a roti do you make? And I think this is ridiculous. Men are almost banned from doing this kind of work. Think that we need to have more flexible ideas about what men and women can do, particularly in the house. So one other problem is that a lot of times, men want to learn something, but women want to be needed. They want to be a crutch for the men. So that agar agar hum ne banate to kon koon or you know, or hum kya karenge? Ghar me baate baate. It's like you want. To have a role you want to have something that you're specialized that someone needs you for and I think that we can be strong enough to not just be needed for specific tasks but to be wanted because people want to be in a relationship with us they want us to be around so I think that's moving from to new levels in the relationship when we're sharing responsibility in the house I think it's very important for women to teach their sons how to do these things Women need to teach men how to do things. For example, suggestion, teaching children how to cook. In Western countries, like in the US, we call these chores. Children have chores. They have things, little tasks around the house which they're responsible for. No one else is responsible for those things. For example, it might be taking the garbage and putting it outside. Or it might be refilling little water bottles and putting them in the bathroom. It can be very small things. But in India, we have house help and we are depriving our kids of these skills. And yes, at least I believe these skills are an advantage. Being able to manage a household is a skill. India is a place where we don't need to have a wide set of skills because we have drivers, tailors. We have people for every little job everywhere. And self-sufficiency is something that we lack in the middle class, something for poor people. But I think this is very important that we learn how to do things, we know how to do things, so we're not stuck and we're not dependent on anybody too much. Number three, shifting gears a little bit, abolish body shame. So most people would say that this is wrong, but yet we do it all the time. In our home, we don't body shame each other for gaining weight or for losing weight or for not looking a certain way, for wearing something. We wear what is comfortable inside the house and we don't act ashamed about our bodies. We aren't ashamed, but we do give dignity to our bodies. And so there's a difference there. Right now, a struggle we are going through is how do we encourage modesty without shaming our children or ourselves. So for example, our son is 5 years old and he's already noticing certain things. So he said he said to me a few times, "Mama, I don't like to see you wearing that if I'm wearing shorts or something at home." And I do recognize that we live in a conservative city in India and he's not used to seeing women's legs or their whole arms showing. And at a few, at one point a few years ago I was in public in a large in a larger city and it was the first time that our son was seeing me wearing a sleeveless shirt in public. And he said to me, Mama, where Mama, your clothes So he was very surprised to see my arms. Modesty is something that is socially conditioned. And this is not I'm not saying that we have this all figured out. It's a hard road. But we want to treat the body as something which has dignity but is something that we don't necessarily need to be ashamed of. We take care of our bodies. We believe our bodies are the temples of the divine. We only show our bodies to people who we feel safe with and who will respect us. So our kids know the rules about who they're allowed to change their clothes in front of, going to the bathroom in front of and not. And because we live in a conservative culture, when we're in public, we cover ourselves to be sensitive to the culture and this is not because we're ashamed but because we have self-respect and we want to command that respect from other people number 4 how else do we instill gender equality in our home uh talk about it and just like anything else talking about it for the most part you know we talk positively about each other and we make room for other people to have the freedom to explore We're in a time of life where we're pretty pretty limited by our kids and how much time they take just to keep healthy, well-educated, and active. In our context, I don't necessarily go around bragging that, oh, my husband does so much for the kids, or he doesn't go around bragging that, oh, my wife manages financials and certain things that generally men will do it's just a fact of life and we talk about these things in our home that we're both mamas capable of certain things and papa's capable of certain things and it's just about capitalizing on efficiencies so we explain these things to the kids we don't like try to force any specific view about what men do what women do and we also don't brag about it um, because other people might not do it that way and that doesn't mean that that's wrong It just means that it's different. Number five, we are really careful about the way that we condition the kids. So, for example, we do tell our daughter that she's pretty, but we also call out her other qualities. We tell our son that he's strong, because he is, but we also reinforce that he's compassionate and caring, and we do our best to call that out in him as well. So I don't mind if people tell our son that he's strong or that our daughter that she's pretty, but they need to have a more complete picture of themselves and that something that starts at home. Another small but final point, I think that it's a good idea just to model healthy male-female relationships. So one of the things in India is a lot of times we corner off we men over here, women over here, and this is just something that happens all the time. I think that there's not a lot of great examples of men and women interacting with each other in good friendships. I think sending children to a co-ed school is a great place to explore some of those things outside of the home. I know in Western countries this is hardly ever the case. We don't really have single-gender schools as much anymore, a girl's school or a boy's school. But I think in countries like India, it's important to have friends that are both genders, and to invite people into your home and not to let that stop after a certain age, but to have healthy friendships and be able to uh, model that for the kids. Not be too sheltered. Our son needs to know how to behave respectfully with girls and our daughter needs to know how to behave respectfully and nicely with boys. So letting children see those healthy interactions is one way that they can learn how to behave from you. So those are the quick points that I wanted to make about encouraging gender equality in children and I would love to hear from you what are some ways that you encourage gender equality in your home and in your context in your country we have people all over from all over the world that listen in I would love to hear what are some of the things that you do Tell us also about some of the difficult things, some of the ways that people maybe offend you in this or maybe rubs you the wrong way uh, or maybe are trying to box you in in a way that you feel is unfair. So please write to us on our social media. Give us a comment on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher wherever you listen.